everybody. Welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Thursday, July 9th, 2020. And today's episode is episode 100 of the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Let's get a round of applause, everybody. Round of applause. We did it. Only one round of applause, not multiple. Yeah, I'd hope. But it's fine. Uh, we're in a good mood here today at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast because we got part two of our interview with the Cannabis King, Darren McCarty. If you didn't uh, listen to yesterday's episode yet, be sure to go back and do that. He talks about his new Pucker Up pre-roll product that is on the market now. Talks about how marijuana saved his life, his thoughts on the draft lottery, his reaction to Uncle Kenny, Ken Holland getting into the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. And uh, much, much more. Today's episode features, uh, let's see here. Actually, we should probably introduce ourselves now. Yeah, my name's Ethan. Uh, my name's Noel Bianchi, Detroit <laughs> Sports Center. Episode 100, starting off strong. Uh, as always here today with Ethan Smith, the longtime Red Wings fan. Uh, so today we start off by asking him about, you know, just what do you, what do you like to do to pass the time with Chris Osgood back in uh, the minor league days? What kind of games on Sega Genesis they used to play? And then we get into the, the more of the stuff on the enforcers that Ethan kind of alluded to yesterday. Uh, just who's the toughest guy he fought? Who is the sneaky toughest guy he fought? Uh, different strategies that he used to use and uh, a whole bunch of stuff like that. It was a really, really fun time, kind of a different direction we started to take things in. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just, like we said, it's just a, a fun guy to talk to. If I could have him on every week, I'd, I'd, we'd do it. Maybe one day we'll get to that that status. Yeah, but he is a recurring uh, guest now. This is his third time on. Right, a co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you would. I like that a lot. Okay. I'll see if he's into it. He's a pretty busy guy, though. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as you enjoyed yesterday's episode. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz, and we will see you guys back here tomorrow. For a quick draft profile of, uh, you know, six, five, six guys that the Red Wings can take with that number four spot, as well as a conversation with our friend over at the Lockdown, Red, over at the Lockdown Kings podcast, Sarah Evampato. She, uh, I, my main question was, will Rob Blake possibly take a defenseman at number two overall? We'll have to wait until tomorrow's episode to find out that answer, find out whether you have uh, any hope still alive or whether it's it's buried deep, deep inside Gary Bettman's basement. Uh, thanks for joining us as always, and we will see you guys back here tomorrow. Well, I, I did want to ask you about Ozzy too, because the last time you were on, you mentioned uh, you mentioned that you, you used to play Sega Genesis back with him in your Adirondack Red Wings days. What kind of games were you guys playing, and, and what, was, what was that like, you know, kind of living with him at the beginning of your career and grinding out with him? Sure. Strictly hockey. Strictly hockey. I was Chicago. He was Vancouver. Mike Castleman was Washington. And we used to tape up the Gatorade bottles and keep track of who won the series and stuff. And, you know, I had Ronick. I told JR, I said, he led me that year pretty harsh. But we battled hard and we just <laughs> hammer, hammer, hammer beers and play that till like four in the morning till my, uh, my girlfriend or my baby mama. Um, she'd be kicking on the roof to tell me to come on up to night, night's over. So I needed that. I need, I need a little more direction in my younger days than I did in my older days. Figured it out. <laughs> Figured out what I don't need. Who was the best second dance player on that team? Was it, was it you? Was it him? 
Yeah, you know, Ozzy, like, he can play. You know, Marty LaPointe and I used to, when we got into PlayStation, we used to play all the time in the back room. We used to battle back and forth. But uh, I was always probably one of the best in the hockey. But, like, you get into, like, the Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. Like, that's Ozzy or Dan and or or, you know, like, Dan and was always a kid brother, right? So he had all the all the gizmos, gasmos. Uh, he knew all the, like, tricks and the cheat codes and, you know, whatever. Oh, the cheap Whatever it was. So, yeah, yeah. He, what's that? Yeah, he was, he was, he, but he was like, Dandy was like the, the little brother of all of us. <laughs> well, I, I have another question about that uh, season in Adirondack because I was looking at your hockey DB and I noticed that you had 278 penalty minutes that your one season there. What happened? 45 what happened? majors. 45 <laughs> oh majors. One ten. One ten, baby. Oh my but God. the goals, I had 17 goals, 19 assists, too. So, <laughs> not too bad. sorry. <laughs> now, what's I'm the, just saying, you know, the, the, the one, hey, just because I beat one guy one on one my whole career, it was all timing. You know, I, it was like, my, I just saved that power button. I saved it, I saved <laughs> it, I saved it, I didn't use it, I didn't use it, I boom, brought it out that one time. It's like some Super Mario Kart. You got to use it at the right time to power on by. Oh, that's the one thing. Oh, you get us out of Dave and Buster's, bro, or something like that. Oh, we'll we'll sit there and just battle on, on those race cars or stuff like that. We we used to do that all the time. We used to get enamored with Dave and Buster's when they first came out. What are some other things you guys used to do to pass the time on the road? Movies. Movies, I still remember, dude, like, we used to call them no-brainers, and if, and in, we're in Calgary, and, and, uh, Drapes and I go, and we see Double Team with Van Damme and, uh, Rodman, and it was just, I don't know, we thought it was, like, one of the greatest movies ever. You watch <laughs> it again, and you go, oh, okay, it must have been because of the friggin' lions or tigers or whatever it was. Uh, so 45. But yeah, so we used to, we used to like no-brainers, a uh, lot of movies and stuff, so. I have seen less movies than I think anybody else on this earth. I'm I'm really bad when it comes to like seeing classic movies. Yeah, but do you watch documentaries or do you watch like uh, History Channel? Or are you into yeah, like, like uh, are, are you into like um, you know Lost Gold, World War Two, or or uh, what is uh, like the like the Kennedy? Okay. I, I'm a, I like the sixties era. Like the Kennedy presidency, mm-hmm. you know, from from then on through like seventy two ish. That's kind of that's my like range of history that I know relatively well. That I've like you know made a point to to read about and learn about and stuff like that. Right on. I gotta say, as a uh, as a hockey player who was never much of a fighter, I've always just loved the idea of beating the wheels off somebody. I was never a fighter either, but I watched the UFC and I enjoy watching people beat the brakes off each other. Love whether it's beating the wheels or beating the brakes. If it's happening to your car, I got a solution for you, and that is rockauto.com. Now, one reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money so that you can use it for other important things like a mortgage or a food. And why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more than the same exact auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership when you can head on over to rockauto.com? and get the same price, whether you're a mechanic or a do-it-yourselfer. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are always 
reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. That's messed up. Boo, airlines. Boo. Boo. Yeah, boo. Boo, you stink. RockAuto.com, yay, woohoo. They're for everybody, and they do not require a membership or account login. All you got to do is go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and tell them that Locked On sent you. They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at RockAuto.com. Uh, 45 majors and, and that season at Adirondack. What's that enforcer life like in the, in the minors? You know, how do you study a guy? What's, what, what's just a lifestyle in 1991, uh, in that role? As a 20 year old, it was easy being the like fresh meat, the, like the first dog on the pole. That was the toughest team in pro hockey. Bob Bugner, Kirk Thomas, Serge Engelhardt, Gord Krupke, Dennis Fiala, Jim Cummins, um, let alone, you know, like Mike Gavis, our goal scorers and all this stuff could fight too. So we used to bench ball CDI all the time, Capital District. But it was easy because, you know, I'd go out there and, and pretty much, uh, um, you know, had a scouting report or whatever else, but I was eager to do it, not only just to impress those guys, but also too, I knew that there was a role for me to play. And, you know, Proby needed a, Batman needed a Robin. You know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, that like that's that's the whole thing is like I never never ever said I was the toughest but you know what it, you, you know that um I'm always going to show up so you know that that's sometimes guys the fact that you know ho-hum you know I, it's not like I want to do it but you know I'm gonna you know it's it's just the way it is so then when people realize people realize that then then they don't really want to do it who wants to know you know, you know, you're going to get a punch in the face contest. You know, you might get the better of me, but you know what? I'm going to show up. Right. What do the, uh, what do fight notes look like? Like, is it more of a, just going to break down like he's left heavy or he's going to be more of a right guy? Like what, can you explain that to us? Well, the most important, the most important thing is, is he left or right? That's why me being a lefty, especially early, you can sneak up on guys and, and, or is he, you know, does he grab on? Is he a grappler like a Mark Ponson or a Darren Langdon? You know, is he gonna, is he gonna grab or is he more, most guys? And then like some guys, so most guys aren't pugilists, right? So I boxed for 10, 12 years. So, you know, I was always moving and stuff like that, but, you know, it wasn't I learned early that I could take a punch. I mean, I may bleed all over. I got some great photos because of it, but, you know, I'm going to be there at the end of it. And so when you study a guy, you just want to know first, and then the, the next thing is what hand is he, and then can he, can he end your career with one punch? <laughs> so those, right? Like Joey Coasters, the Tony Twist, uh, Dave Browns, like stuff like that, right? Because if yeah. I get into a fight with a guy that I know I can stand there and exchange with well if i walk out of there the black eye chances are some chick's gonna notice it and you know winner you know what i'm saying like you know it's never gonna be bad you know it, it, it always like big you know right there's always this there's not trust me i'll find a silver lining and everything um but i'm the one who's gonna do it and more so not because i literally want to it's because i don't want you to right yeah. you, you, know, you yeah. look at the like if you just do a do a look at me, even personally. You can get away with abusing me, and then, well, 
that you used to be able to, right? Now I just, it's more I know my worth and it's like you're not going to get away with it. But before you could get away with it for me, I'd let myself get taken advantage of and have, have people around me let me know my worth. Now I know my worth. And so that's the whole idea for everybody else is, like I say, look in the mirror and, you know, if you're not who you want to be or, you, or you're having a hard time looking in the mirror, it's okay. Start a conversation. You know, my mine started when I walked by and said, I don't want to talk to you right now. And he said, I hope you're alive and you come back. And I went, ooh, you swarmy little mother. And I was like, I could have a conversation with you. And then I kept going back and now I, you know, barely leave the house because I'm just looking at mirrors all the time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is there a difference between the enforcer lifestyle between the minor leagues and the NHL? Yeah, more so, um, you know, like if we're talking back in the day, let's see, and you know, let me talk about, I played the Myers in 92-93, and then I went back and played. It's more so that there's more guys, you know, like that played more of that role or would, uh, you know, like we had bench brawls back then, <laughs> dude. Like, I mean, everybody would fight. Fair you know, enough. like it was old, school, <laughs> right. but the end of the old school. So I mean, you know, even the danglers would square off. Like, you know, you you'd be tied up, and at the end of years, and then you watch the guys like because you never, if guys were like, you knew that they were sized off, paired off. It was like some, you know, that's that's the thing. It, it was like a morale thing, but it didn't matter if those guys, you just didn't want them to hurt themselves. But it's nice to see like a Chris Cancel who'd get mad every once and and he was a, he was a little hairball. So we, he'd go Tasmanian devil, dude. And it was like, and it was just like, but and he was our best goal scorer, dude. He's from Livonia. Yeah. The great, <laughs> you know, great, great, great player. Fastest guy ever get dressed time to one minute, 48 seconds. Wow. He can get, I can have, yeah, dude, I can have, that's like, that's just starting with nothing. <laughs> and going. That's kind of messed be, up. Dude, I got my skates on. I got all the bottom half my gear on. And I got my shoulder pads on. All I got to do is put my outfits, my shirt on, my helmet, and start walking. And he beats me. And he, and he, oh, man. Uh, who was the most, like, tactical <laughs> fighter that you ever fought? Whether it came to, like, strategy or just, like, you knew that you were going to be in a chess match. Who Who's that guy that comes to mind? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I mentioned Dan Langdon, even though I don't think we fought or whatever, but I used to watch him fight because he would, you know, he would, he's about my size. And he, if you watch him fight the bigger guys, it was always, you know, tactically where to grab on and different things like that. Um, Ken Baumgartner is a great guy too. I had some doozies with him early in my career, but I used to always watch a guy like him. Um, I to throw hard, fast hard, like Shane Sherla. I, I didn't throw as hard as he did, but you know, he was somebody that was always like, you know, all over the place and stuff. And, you know, guys like Rick Tocker was my guy. So, you know, it's let's go. If we're going to go, we're going. So, and then, and, and it's funny because Brad may even though he's a year older than me, that, that we, and, and he's a good buddy of mine now and stuff, but he was, I always wanted to be Brad May in junior when he was tearing it up and I was a year older than me and just, you know, like that's the guys like that that just were that just made an impact. Like you knew when they were out there, and then you also had to be aware because they could put the puck in the net. And, you know, when Brad May made the uh, World Junior Team, I mean that was awesome for all of us. Red Wings legend, Brad May. Oh yeah. 
Absolutely. He played here, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so did you did you have a favorite person to square off with, or, or actually, let me ask you this: You mentioned you were a boxer for you know ten, twelve years. I'm assuming that was you know kind of in tandem with your on ice ability, you trying to bolster your ability to throw punches. What are some other tactics that guys use to better themselves as fighters on the ice? Well, I think we, nowadays I wouldn't be surprised guys get in the UFC and stuff. I did not train more and just how to, you know, not take the, the object in, in fighting is just not to take one square. Mm-hmm. Don't take the, don't take the moneymaker. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, uh, you know, you got to be able to take a punch and if you see it coming, then it's better. But, you know, you can, you can break it down and watch. And, you know, I always, I incorporated the cross grab being a lefty really early on. So I could surprise the righties by taking them right out of their game, get them off balance and pop them really good. And I'd always switch back to right and be able to throw something wild, not usually land it, but it looks good. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> my balance was something, my balance game was nothing, but in a fight, it was like a ballerina. <laughs> so it was like, you know, that's what Stevie said. So something like that, I, I paraphrase it, but said if I could skate with the balance I do when I fight, you know, I'd be an all-star. Well, we'll wrap it up on this. Who was the, uh, who's the one guy who's not typically a fighter that you were, you were genuinely surprised when you saw him out there holding his own in a fight? On our team? Well, I guess in general, I mean, if it was somebody on your team, I, I know Stevie had a couple fights, I think, or, you know, just who was yeah, the Yeah, Stevie could stand in and hold their own. You know, Shaney was as tough as they can. Oh, he yeah. could, you know, like, he was a he was a great fighter. He, Him and I would talk a lot, too, because we tried to fight the same, and, or, or I took a lot of fighting for him, but he was really, really smart. Um, uh... That's uh, trying to think. Um, Shanahan was just a man, too. He had that, like, Gordie Howe edge to him where he was just Yeah, he did. He had that, 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 I, I absolutely agree. He had that thing, you know, that, that legendary image the persona. Strength, the, like, the speed, the power forward, the he yeah. the daylights out of you at a moment's notice, like all of it. Yeah, like he had some great fights with Proby. Yeah. You know, I mean, like he could fight like that. Um, I'm going to say, it's tough to, like, you know, the one guy that got, see, guys just said the one guy he never wanted to mess around with, and I remember him saying that was that Mike Eagles, right? He was a little guy and he whipped Primo's ass. He was like half the size, <laughs> but, it, you know, there's always like, don't mess with him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, guys like that. You know, it was one of the, one of those guys. He's like, don't wake him up. <laughs> right, right. It's always the little guys. Uh, well, Darren, thank you so much for joining us today. Your new pucker up pre rolls, the collaboration with Pancana. Where can people get them? What kind of experience can they uh, can they expect? Yeah, very. Uh, you know, absolutely. Like I said, it's a five to one THC CBD, so it's a great. Be great right now, great chill, great day, great for anybody. Introduce you to it. Uh, right now, it's available up in Kalkaska at the Pincana Market. It's up in Nogany at the fire station, and it's uh, at the Puff Companies, one in Travis City and one in Bay City. So uh, 
just as as more are produced and different things coming out, just stay tuned and uh, check out Grind Time with Darren McCarty, and we'll keep you posted, boys. Uh, DarrenMcCarty.com too. So we got a lot of things going on. I appreciate the time. Yep, you can also find him on Twitter at GrindTimeDMac25. Like I said, thanks so much for joining us. But I gotta ask, because you told us when we first got on here that you were firing up the grill. Now, what are you making? What are you making tonight? What's for dinner? Ah, uh, dude, I got these. Uh, big fan of these Bushes bourbon baked beans, bur- bourbon maple sugar, and I and I'm doing them with a with a little barbecued shrimp. You know, oh, so I, I it's uh, yeah, and then I'm just doing uh, uh some chicken because the kids want some chicken. So and then I think a veggie burger because I'm not gonna mention it, but somebody thinks that <laughs> you know beef. Bro. All right, that sounds delicious. We'll be so, over soon. All right, come on over, guys. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jerry. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right, thanks for the time, guys. Yep, yep take it easy.